0: Pastors Larry and Tiz Huck welcome you to another Larry Huck Ministries podcast. We pray this teaching will fill you with God's wisdom, anointing, and revelation knowledge. Thank you for your prayers and faithful support. If you see or hear of a miracle in somebody else's life, God is no respecter of persons. Feel this. Feel my words right now. God is no respecter of persons. If you see or hear of a miracle in somebody else's life, why has God set that up? You're next. Now, we've been going over the timeline of where we are on God's calendar. Can we bring that timeline up, guys? We've gone over this for the last couple months on Bible prophecy. Now, when we get into January, we're going to go all the way past this, and we're going to get into eternity. I'm going to do a series on what is heaven going to be like. But we need not wait until we get to heaven, but we need to say today and for the next coming year, thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth, come on, somebody say it with me, as it is where? In heaven. Now, if you look at God's timetable, I believe we are right in here. I believe we're closer to the rapture than we can even imagine. I really believe that. Uh, We're going to see the rapture in any way in in my lifetime, because Israel became a nation, and once Israel becomes a nation, that generation will see the coming of the Lord. Whether the generation is a certain number of years, or those who were born around that time, that generation will see the coming of the Lord. But understand this, that, and, and I'm not saying that the Lord delays his coming. But I'm saying that if he'll give us a little bit of time, we're going to go out, the glorious church, without spot, without, come on, somebody say amen, Amen. without wrinkle. We're going out, and what does that mean, without spot, without wrinkle? It means we're going out without debt. We're going out the lender, not the borrower, I believe this next year, listen to me, who's going to be in the White House? I have no idea. Who's on the throne? I know absolutely. And he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider, without spot and without wrinkle. We're going out a church that is manifesting the miracle power of God. Now, before I get into reading a scripture, I want to show you something that proves that we're in the time of miracles. Can we bring up the Hanukkah menorah in Dubai? Can we bring up that picture? I want you I don't I don't know if you can see this with the pulpit in, in front. Here is in one of the leading Arab nations this right now they have lit up for the first time in the history of the world Can you believe we're seeing this? This is in front of the tallest building in the world, a giant Hanukkah menorah celebrating Hanukkah in an Arab nation. This is a miracle of God. Now, let me share also with you, God will be no man's debtor. What you sow is what you reap. Can you bring up the video of showing the um, the olive trees that um, we've planted in the land of Amos? The prophet
1: Amos lived about five minutes that direction in the ancient city of Tekoa. In the last prophecy in Amos's book, he says, "I will return the captivity of my people Israel, and they will plant vineyards and drink of their wine." And they'll plant gardens of trees and eat of their fruits. And we've returned to the land of Israel now after 2,000 years. And here in this land, it's, it's almost at the edge of the desert. And here we've planted these fruit trees, olive trees, fig trees, and vineyards down on the other side of the mountain, turning this desert barren land into what soon will be orchards of fruit. So we came out here with a mission of fulfilling Amos' vision that he had, to come to an uninhabited barren land and make it flourish and blossom. But as we've now been on this project for five years and we see these olive trees that were so high and now they're growing, maybe this is actually what he saw when he was here in these mountains and he received that vision of the future. Could he possibly have seen this place that we're building? And then you realize the majesty and the wonder of biblical prophecy. That somehow we're partnering in creating the miracles of Israel with our own hands and with your help. And how beautiful it is that believers around the world are participating together in fulfilling Amos' dream that God gave him. So we're located deep into Judea. Really, we're at the edge of the Judean frontier. And as we continue to develop these orchards and we bring more jobs to this area and we continue to develop the industries here, We are, in fact, strengthening this entire region and literally settling the land of Israel in ways that cannot be accomplished without practically getting our hands dirty and making these trees grow out of the ground. We want to thank Larry Huck and all of the people that have joined him in participating in fulfilling this biblical prophecy, in fulfilling what seemed to be almost impossible. But as we see, the olive trees are growing and this desert mountain is becoming alive again. And so thank you from the bottom of our hearts for joining us on this mission.
0: Now, I want you to understand the miracle of this. Now, we just saw the miracle of a Jewish Hanukkah menorah glowing in Arab lands, in Muslim lands. First time in history. This miracle that you just saw. Did you see those nice big olive trees Okay, and like he said, we, they started planting them five years ago. We're doing a project with them um, right now in the month of January is when they plant the sixth year. This sixth year of that we're planting in this land, Amos, the prophet Amos stood on that land and prophesied. And this is what he said. He said, there's a time coming when the Jews will be gathered together from the four corners of the earth and return to their land. And not only will they return to their land. Now now listen to what I'm telling you. Not only will they return to their land, but they will plant on this very ground. The prophet Amos stood right there. Stood right there. In fact, David, King David, on that very ground there, which is called by the world the West Bank, but God calls the Holy Land. King David tended Jesse's sheep on that very ground. I remember meeting the guy for the first time, and I said, why did you come here? And he said, David stood right here with Jesse's sheep and tended. I said, right here? He said, Pastor, right on the dirt that you're standing on. King David stood here tending, I took some of the dirt and put it, I have it in my office at home. I mean, if David's standing on it, I'm standing, because that's where Jesus came from. But listen to what Amos said. He said, not only would they return, but in that very spot, they would begin to plant and make the desert bloom. But here's the amazing thing. He said, the Gentiles will be a part of this miracle. And when the, when the Jews return and when they plant the land and the Gentiles are part of planting that land, he said, then the miracle of God will be released where the plowman will overtake the reaper and the abundance of God. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because one of the miracles that we need to see in your life, in my life, this next year is a financial miracle where we are the lender and not the... Oh, come on, I need an amen on that. Do you receive that? Now, listen to this, because we just did our television programs on this for the month of January. What we're planning right now, if you saw all those olive trees growing... We planted those olive trees. We were the first ones to partner with them according to the prophecy of Amos. As a matter of fact, this olive oil is the first olive oil from those trees. Now watch this. this, this it, it gets even better. And, and many of the sages say that when the Messiah comes the anointing oil in the temple on Jerusalem will come from that land. This is the very first oil. If I could, I might just fling it on all of us. Just just fling it out there. But this year is the sixth year. January, we plant the sixth year. Now, why is that important? The next year is what? Somebody said it. Seven. It's called the Schmitta year. Why is that important? Because this year has to bring in triple blessing. No, you're not, you're not excited enough. You're not excited enough. Listen, you, you can't make this stuff up. Come January. Now, Now, I want you to think about this. I'm not even on my message yet. When we, when we, remember when we first studied Bible prophecy and we looked at Second Samuel 24 and David called for a census and the census took nine months and 20, nine months and 20 days. Nine months and 20 days is the gestation period. Something is about to be birthed. When you, when we were in Israel, we started hearing in January about this COVID thing. But by the time it came, became world known if we if we look at January then it goes into November the, the, the something is about to be born but when it became world known it takes us to January that which is the time they're going to decide who our president is something is about to be born but it doesn't matter what happens in Washington Amen. as much as it matters what happens today In your heart, because according to your faith, it's gonna be unto you. So I'm telling you, this next year, no matter what they have planned, I know what God has planned, and God has planned for us a triple blessing. Now, let me explain what Schmidt is. If you look at Israel going into Babylonian captivity, Israel went into Babylonian captivity because Malachi 3, they quit keeping Shemitah. What is Shemitah? Shemitah is on the seventh year, you don't plant and you don't reap. So on the sixth year, you have to trust God to bring you in the six-year harvest, the seventh-year harvest, and the eighth-year harvest, and the number eight is a new beginning. This next year is gonna be triple blessing in every area of our lives, and God is bringing us who have eyes to see and ears to hear a new beginning. Somebody ought to shout amen. Guys, you can't make this up. This is a time for miracles. Open your Bibles up this morning to the book of Mark chapter 9, and I want to teach something in preparation for the miracle power of God. Mark chapter 9, verse 23. And Jesus said to him, if you can believe, if you can believe, All things are possible to him who believes. And immediately, the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. Now, that's what I want to talk about today in helping our unbelief. If we were to ask any of you if you believe that God can heal your body, or God can bring a gold coin out of a fish's mouth, or God can raise the dead. Every one of us will say, yeah, I believe God can do that. But just like this little boy's father, I think many of us are, Lord, I know you can. But to be honest, when you're in the middle of the battle, as as our precious sister said, your mind begins to battle with you. This, this, This man is standing before the answer to all his needs. Jesus said to him, how long has your child been like this? And he said, since he was a baby. And the Lord looks at him and says, if you can believe, all things are possible. And he knows that. But immediately he remembers seeing his child go through these things. And he said, Lord, I believe, I believe in you. Help my unbelief. And I want to do that today as we're getting ready to go into 2021. 2020, the year 2020 has not been a good year. But what Satan meant for evil, God's going to use it for good. In in helping our unbelief, I want you to look at the journey that Jesus took. And I want you to stop, and we all know this journey. We, We all know about it. But I want you to stop, and I want you to digest the journey Jesus took on that last day. We see Jesus having what the church calls the Last Supper, we know as Passover. Lord, where do you want us to prepare Passover for you? And so Jesus eats his Passover meal. From the Passover meal, and we've 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 been on the ancient steps that walk down to the Garden of Gethsemane. And Jesus goes with the disciples, and as Jesus begins to pray, the journey that most Christians don't really think about begins. If you can pull up the the scripture, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. When Jesus begins to pray, we know that he began to sweat great drops of blood. Now, the reason why this journey takes place, can we pull that up, guys? Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. If not, if not you're fired. Um, happy, Merry Christmas. Okay. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Most people focus on Jesus dying on the cross, and that's the main thing. But I want you to look at the journey that Jesus took. When the Bible says that we're redeemed, listen to me. How many of you believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior? You are redeemed by his blood. You are redeemed. You are seen again to pe- be possessors of the promises of God. Listen to what the word redeem means. It means to regain possession of something in exchange for payment. The reason why, and, and, and most Christians have no idea of this, but the reason why Jesus walked the Via Dolorosa was to pay the price by his blood, not for our sins, but to redeem us to the promises of God. There was never to be in the world sickness. There was never to be in the world addictions. There was never to be in the world poverty. There was never to be in the world debt. And the blood of Jesus reconnects us to the power and the promises of God that are ours right now, not someday in heaven, but thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven right now. Somebody say right now. Now, all of you know this, and and you know, as I was putting this together last couple days, I told Tiz, I said, you know, I I probably need to do a, a series on this on teaching us to walk in faith. How do we walk in faith? Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. First off, the Bible says, My people destroyed for what reason? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Do you really understand what being redeemed by his blood means? Reconnect it. And that's what God wants to do right now, whether you're sitting here or you're watching around the world. God wants to reconnect you to the power that is already yours through Jesus Christ. The second thing is, most Christians don't even know the seven places Jesus shed his blood. And I've taught this so many times. But if you were to ask most Christians to say, finish this scripture. We're redeemed by the, and they would say the blood. And where did Jesus shed his blood? At Calvary. When you say Calvary, you're one-seventh right. And my people destroyed for their lack of knowledge. When Jesus, listen to me. What Satan means for evil, God uses it for good. Before I became a Christian, I was a drug addict. I was uh, using heroin and cocaine. Most of you know the testimony. I won't even get in it. My father had been addicted. My family, in many ways, uh, many members of my family addicted. It was in our family. When I got saved... Jesus didn't just forgive me of my sin, but he shed his blood to redeem me from the curse of addiction. You can do that for yourself today. You can do that for someone you love. You can do that for someone that's in your family. When Jesus was in the garden He sweat great drops of blood, and I won't get into it right now, and he bought back our willpower. In the Garden of Eden, Adam said, Father, not your will, but my will, and he lost our willpower. Nobody wants to have an anger problem. Right now, you can go into the new year breaking that curse of anger, breaking that curse of depression, breaking that curse. Nobody wants to be this way. When I first got saved, Jesus immediately delivered me of drugs, but I still had an anger problem. That's hard for people to understand, but I did. And one day I realized that this was in me and it was in my family and it was in my generations. And I realized that when Jesus said, father, not in the garden of Eden, but in the garden of Gethsemane in the garden of Gethsemane, Adam said, not your will, but my will. And he surrendered our willpower. In the Garden of Eden, Jesus said, Not my will, but your will. And he sweat great drops of blood. He bought back our willpower. We're gonna break that today off of you and anyone you know and break that curse. Jesus shed his blood at the whipping post. By his stripes, you were healed. We don't pray. And, and, and I'm, not being, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not being, I'm not nitpicking at this. But you don't ask Jesus to heal you. He already did. You enter into it with praise and thanksgiving. Do you, do you understand that? I, I need to do a whole series on this. I'm not, By his stripes, we were healed. It's already ours. We enter into that with praise and thanksgiving. That's why it's good for us to be together and pray together. In the, in the, in the Garden of Eden... Mankind was cursed on their finances, thorns and thistles. In the Garden of Gethsemane, as Jesus walked, and they took him to Pilate and Caiaphas, they took a crown of thorns, placed it on the brow of Jesus. By the sweat of Adam's brow, we're cursed. By the blood of Jesus, we're redeemed. God wants you to be the lender, not the borrower. In his hands and in his feet, Everything you lay your hands on. Now, I I know this is elementary. If you have financial problems, lay your hands on your checkbook. If you're having children problems, lay your hands on their pillow. If you're having health problems, lay your hands on your body. Because everything you put your hands to... Every, say everything. Everything we put our hands to. Every place you put the sole of your feet. Wherever you go, tell them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Now, I can't wait to get into this series on heaven. It's going to blow your mind when you really see what heaven's like. We're not going to be up there in a cloud with white robes and bling. It's going to be awesome. Amen. Well, we don't have to wait till then. Amen. Now the difference is we're in this world, but we're not of this world. The rain falls on the just and the unjust, but the difference is we can take control through Jesus and his blood and have victory because we are more than conquerors. Are you with me? They stuck a, a spear in his side. Satan forgot that he's come to heal the brokenhearted. Out of that wound, around everyone's heart is a sack of water. When they pierced his side, out of that wound came blood and water. I won't get into blood sacrifice, water baptism. That's all another teaching. It's an amazing teaching. But what has the devil damaged in your life this last year? Everything the devil has stolen to break you down, to break your heart, to, 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 to attack you. Everything the devil stolen. 2021, we're getting back multiplied by seven. Now, let me throw a side note in. When you discover who the thief is, and I know you know this, but a lot of people don't know. Well, God's doing that to me to teach me something. God does not do that our heavenly father is a good God. Yes. Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. Why is that important? Because you need to discover, and this will lead into what I'm about to tell you, you need to discover who the thief is. Who is, who is it that brought um, COVID on us besides the Chinese? Who is it that attacked our, who is it that's attacking our nation? Who is it that's trying to, and by the way, let me, let me throw this in. I said it when we opened up. Everywhere you go, everywhere you go, tell people, Merry Christmas. Everywhere, don't you let, oh, happy holidays. No, no, he's the reason for the season, and don't let him steal that out of our nation. Amen? And then the last place that Jesus shed his blood is exactly what the father told Satan would happen in the Garden of Eden. He said he's going to bruise his heel. When Jesus went to the gates of hell, he stomped on the devil's forehead. He bruised his heel. Why? Because the Bible says he was wounded for our transgressions. Every place Jesus shed his blood up till now has been flowing on the outside. But a bruise is bleeding on the inside. And Jesus has come to break every curse that comes against our lives or our family. Now, let me just say this very quickly. Let me teach this very quickly. The Bible says, cursed is he who hangs on a tree. So walk with me on the journey of Jesus. Jesus does Passover, he comes to the garden, and from the garden to to the cross, Jesus shed his blood seven times to redeem us to the power and the blessings of God. But none of that works unless you understand the next stage. The next stage is, cursed is he, who hangs on a tree. If you have the the harvest of God rising up in your life, the blessing of God, your home, your family, your finances, unless you kill the tares, the tares will always rise up and choke or at least limit the harvest that has been paid for by the blood of Jesus. Are you following me? So here you have the Passover. Jesus goes to the garden. He begins the journey of the seven places he shed his blood. It ends up at the cross. Why at the cross? Well, Christians will say because Jesus died on the cross for our sin. Jesus died for our sin, but he didn't die on the cross for our sin. He could have died anywhere. He could have died in the garden when he began to pray, and the Roman soldiers came. They could have killed him. He could have died when they beat him, as they beat him as no man has ever been beat before. He could have died when they shoved the crown of thorns on on his forehead. He could have died as he's carrying the cross, and he couldn't make it. They had to have a man come and help him carry the cross. Why did he have? have to get to Calvary. Cursed is he who hangs on a tree. One of the most misunderstood scriptures in the Bible is we're redeemed from the curse of the law. It's one of the most misunderstood scriptures in all the Bible. What does it mean we're redeemed from the curse of the law? It doesn't mean we don't follow the law anymore. The law in Hebrew means a teacher. If you, want, if you want joy, then give out joy. If you want happiness, give out happiness. Every seed produces after itself. God didn't do away with the law. We're still to have no other God before him. We're still not to steal. We're still not to commit adultery. We're still not to do these things. When the Bible says we're redeemed from the curse of the law, What that means is, is that through the grace of Jesus, not only do we receive forgiveness of our sin, but every sin produces a curse. Every sin produces a curse. Don't raise your hand on this. Do not raise your hand on this. How many of you have ever stolen? Stolen or cheated, or done something illegal. That, even though if we just say, God, forgive me of that, we're forgiven, but the curse is still activated in our lives. That's why we have generational curses. That's why we have family curses. That's why the iniquity, what's on the inside of a father. I grew up with horrible anger problems horrible temper and addiction i didn't go you know go to second grade well what do you want to be when you grow up angry and addicted (laughs) i inherited that but when jesus died on the cross he stopped it and if we know the truth that truth will set us free we can say right now Father, I break every curse of addiction in my life, every curse of anger, every curse of failure, whatever it is, something that landed on us. A curse without a cause doesn't come. Jesus didn't just come to forgive us. He didn't just come to reconnect us to the blessing. He died on the cross to break every curse that blocks the blood of Jesus, and when Jesus did this, he shouted with a voice of triumph. It is finished. The sins are forgiven. The blessing is released and the curse is broken. Now you all know this, but I want you to grab a hold of it. These are a shadow of things to come on Yom Kippur. They would bring in two lambs, The one lamb would forgive the sin. The blood of that lamb would prepare the blessing. But the second lamb had to break the curse. And that would happen if by chance it worked out, would happen only one year. But Jesus, when he hung on that cross, our sins were forgiven. The blood is prepared to release the blessing of God. And we can shout out, it is finished. Every curse is broken. Somebody shout amen. Amen. Now, let me close with this. Let me close with this. And I hope you're not tired of hearing about it because I'm not tired of talking about it. When we found out Tiz had incurable cancer, the first thing we did was claim the blood of jesus father by his stripes we are healed now i want you to listen to this the second thing we did and this is what i one of the main things i want you to learn is we bound the devil you need to understand to walk in the miracles that God has for all of us in 2021. And I believe that leads us into the rapture, the end times. Jesus is walking with the disciples and he says, who do men say that I am? And they said, well, some say you're this and some say you're that. But then Jesus looked at Peter and said, who do you say I am? Now you've heard me teach this, but I want, I really feel like God wants to get it in your spirit. Who do you say that I am? Peter's response was, you're the Christ. In Hebrew, it means the anointed one, the burden removing, yoke destroying. It's the one who forgives the sin. It's Yom Kippur. It's the one who forgives the sin and breaks the yoke. Once the sin's forgiven, the curse is broken. Then, everybody say then. Then Then the power of God is released. So the first thing when we heard about Tiz... And they told us the numbers and the statistics. The first thing we did, and with Lion, the first thing we did was we began to pray. Father, by his stripes, we're healed. But the second thing that I would do all day long, I'm driving, I'm showering, I'm sitting, I'm walking, is I'd bind the devil. I remember praying for our sister and binding that spirit because cancer or any attack of the enemy doesn't come from god it's satan who comes to what so you've got to understand see you've got to understand here's here's the way and i really need to do a whole series on this here's the way most people pray lord jesus heal me lord jesus heal me and Je- or lord bless my finances or lord lord help my business or lord help my family or and jesus said no no you don't understand I've given you the keys to the kingdom. No, I'm going to slow down a moment. Jesus did not have the keys. Who do men say to them? You're the Christ. You're the burden of removing. Jesus said, listen to me now. Jesus said on this, on this revelation that I not only forgive, and, and you understand they're Jews. They understand this. I not only forgive the sin, I not only break the curse, but when I've forgiven the sin, broken the curse, the blessing is released. Jesus said, on this revelation that I am the burden removing and the yoke destroying anointing of God, on this I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail anymore. They're not going to win in your life. Hell will not win in your life or in your home or your family anymore. And whatever you bind on earth. You know, I, I've taught this for so many years. But I, 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 I had, a, when the Lord laid it in my heart to teach this again, he said, no, they're going to hear it with new ears. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Is it bound in heaven? Where's it bound first? Who's binding it? You've got to understand the authority that you have. You are not God's little boys and God's little girls. We are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. Jesus said, as my father sent me, I'm sending you. So when we heard about lying, we heard about tis. And I'm not talking about going through the motion. I'm talking about I claim the blood of Jesus. By his stripes we are healed. And Father, I bind you, devil. I curse this thing. I curse the cancer. I curse this. I bind it in the name of Jesus. I forbid it to happen. I loosen the healing power of God. I loosen what God has done. God, listen, listen to me. When we found out about, if we were talking about this in the back. If it had just been Lion, that, and, and for those of you that don't know the story of our grandson Lion, that was him in the train with Luke and Jen. No child in, in history has, that they've ever worked with has survived this cancer. God gave him a gene that no listen to me whenever you hear or see of a miracle in somebody else's life what is it you're next thank you dear he has a gene that nobody's ever heard of before a gene that nobody's ever heard of before in medical history around the world now let me say this one million percent we give God all the praise and all the glory. But God wants you to partner with him. Now, can I tell you why? When, when we went, if we had just gone through this with Lion, even we would have thought, well, maybe we were just lucky. But then Tiz went through the same thing. three months what we were sitting there maybe we can we have a drug that maybe can stretch it maybe to a year when we heard about tiz our friend joseph shulam from jerusalem called and he said larry and i know i've told you this but i want you to hear this because this is you he said everybody in the world needs to serve the lord but he said, now listen, receive this for you. I'm going to tell you what he said to me, but receive this for you, for all of you. He said, but when God allows you to go through the valley and you get to the other side, it's because God has something special for you to do. And one of those special things is to look back at others going through the valley and walk back and help them and say, listen. I've been there. Now that's what leaders do. You're leaders. You're not in this church just to fill a seat. You're not part of our our family just to watch us on stream. God, are you going through something well you're going to get through it? And the reason you're going to get through it is because God, this next year, is raising you up. This is a voice from God raising you up to be a leader in ways that you've never understood before. A teacher tells you, let me tell you what I've learned. A prophet or a prophetess says, let me tell you what I've seen. And it's not fun going into the valley. But there's a reason why when you get to the other side, God takes you to a level. God never made me a heroin addict. But I can say to anybody, or God didn't give me the violent temper but I can say to anybody, listen, God can set you free. God can set your loved one free. How do you know? Because I've experienced it. Now I can say, God can do something for you that no one has ever seen before, but you've got to understand it's not Jesus up on a cloud. He's already done it. He says, who do you say that I am? You say you are the Christ. And he said, on this I will build my church and the gates of hell will not win anymore. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loosen on earth, whether you're a mom or a grandmom or a dad or a granddad, whether you're in the pulpit or whether you're loading trucks or whether you're working in an office, wherever you go... Tell them the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When you lay hands on someone, when you, listen, when you get through it, you're, it's going to amaze you how many people you're going to come into that need that. And what you need to do is you need to tell them about Jesus, and then you need to lay hands on them, and maybe you need to anoint them with oil, the same oil that Jesus is going to use in the temple, and you need to bind the devil. I bind you, devil. Every day I get up, I bind the devil. I don't wait till he's breaking into my house. I bind the devil, and I loosen the power of God. Can I give you one more thing? I'm, I'm already. I'm two minutes till I'm out of time. Can I give you one more thing? When I can remember when Lion got sick, is devastating. And I can remember Jen looking at me and saying, Dad, why? We eat healthy. We, we do this. We do that. Lion's seven months old. There's nothing that he did. Right? But it's something that landed on him. And then, to be honest with you, we were confused. We're binding the devil, and we saw the miracle. But then it comes on tis. And I said, okay. When the doctor, now, I know I'm giving you a lot. Should I do a whole series on this? Because this, it's so important that I, I, I believe we're that close to the rapture. And it's a time for signs and wonders and miracles. Not just here, but wherever you go. So they come and they tell Tiz, well, this came because you inherited it. It's called a, if I'm saying it right, a BRCA gene, correct? And they said, because of looking at other members of your family that died of different cancers, it's inherited. And then they said these words, um, which means it passes on to your sons and your daughters, your grandsons and your granddaughters. So they told us. See, that's why we have to understand the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're spiritual. And they're mighty in God. And so, Tiz is devastated that she has this sentence but she's even more devastated she's thinking "Is this because this am i the reason why lion got cancer and now we got to bring in all of our sons and our daughters to be tested our grandchildren we begin to bind generational curses you gotta understand look at me this is why jesus died on the cross not just to forgive us, but to break the curse. And so we begin to bind the curse of cancer. But then they come and test Tiz, and they said, well, listen, we, Tiz and the girls walk in the office, and the nurse is standing there who's a believer, and before the, the surgeon comes in, the doctor comes in, and said, he looks at the girls and said, only he could have done this. Yeah, yeah. And so the doctor walks in and says, well, did she tell you? And he says, no, well, it, your tests show that you don't have a BRCA gene. Amen. Okay? Amen. And he goes, but I know you do. <laughs> because, And now listen, I'm not saying this against him. He's a wonderful man, brilliant man. But he doesn't know what we know. And I don't say that flippantly, I say that in reality. And so he says, I know you do, because there's no other reason, there's no other way to explain this. So they said, we're going to go and test the very cancer that we took out of you. Of course, another three weeks of waiting. We all know those waits, huh, sweetheart? We know those waits. That's why we're in it together. That's why nobody, nobody, you ever go through in that, you come to us. Because we'll, when you're tired, we'll lift your arms up. Amen. Just like you lifted ours up. We'll lift your arms up. And they come back in and they said, he says, I don't understand this. But there is no brocogene. It doesn't make anything." and God spoke to me and he said, how many other people in, on Tiz's side, died not just of cancer, but died an early death. Died early. God says, I come to give you long life. And so I switched, or I added in binding the spirit of cancer to binding the curse of early death. And that's what I want you to understand. Whatever, whatever... Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatever, say whatever, whatever. say it again. Whatever. whatever you loosen on earth is loosed in heaven. And you're going to see in heaven, it's a marvelous place. It's beyond anything we can imagine. And God says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering. I want you to stand with me all over the building. Now, I was going to, get, I was going to try to get us out right at 1130, and it's, that's not happening. But I want to take a moment. I can't come and lay hands on you. I understand that. But just like the shadow of things to come. First off, how many of you here today need a physical healing or someone, you know, need needs a physical healing. OK, so tell me what it is. You're back. OK, tell me what it is. You you're right there, okay. You go ahead. Somebody help me. No, 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 no microphone. Once you give them a microphone, it's over. Say it again, Lauren. Help me. F- from what? Okay, OK. N- not only you, anybody here suffering from diabetes, OK? It- lift your hand up real high if you're suffering diabetes. If you have faith and you're next to them, put your hands on them, because God uh, as you were saying this, I saw the blood of Jesus flowing. The blood of Jesus flowing. Circulation. Anything with circulation, whether it's your heart, it's your limbs, it's your feet, whatever it is, God's going to heal that right now. Lift your hand. Somebody, who else is it? Put your hands on, put your hands on her, sweetheart, right, right there in front of you. Yes, because you already received your miracle. Say this out loud. Father, Father I, bind I bind the spirit, the spirit. Of, infirmity. of infirmity. I rebuke it. And I command Amen. it to leave my body. Jesus. I loosen, I loosen. The, power God, the power of God, the healing of God. Jesus. I receive it right now in Jesus name. Jesus. Now, somebody has real swollen hands. Where are you? You have to move your hands. Is it circulation? Is it? They said you had what? Okay. All right, lift your hands up. Anybody else with real swollen hands, with circulation problem? All right, whatever that is. I don't even know what that is. God knows what it is. Now move your hands. You're going to feel them starting to... You're going to feel them. You're going to feel, feel it? Yeah, that's already happening. Anybody with circulation problems, start moving. That's all, See, it's already happening. Look at that. It's already happening. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering. Now... I want you, now listen to me, listen to me. Don't don't go into that mode of, oh yeah, we're praying for the sick. Whatever you bind on earth, this is not just about a healing service. This is about preparing your life, our lives for the year 2021. And the authority that you, listen, you, you bind, you bind swelling. You bind the devil that attacks your finances. You bind the devil that somebody came to me sometime back a couple weeks ago and told me about a neighbor they had that was just causing nightmares, a neighbor. I said, here's what you do. You bind the devil. And that person will either move, will either get saved or move. The next week that person moved. Now, I, I'm, not ta- I'm not saying that lightly. I'm not saying that lightly. I'm not talking about, oh, I don't like this neighbor. I'm going to bind you, devil. And I'm not saying that. I'm talking about it was a real problem, real real family and security problem and dangerous situation. But whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Somebody with your, your finances. Who needs a miracle in your finances? What do you need, sir? White, white shirt right there. I need a job. A job? Yes, what are you skilled in? Uh, security. Armed security. Armed security? I'll give you a word. I remember when I first got saved and I was sitting with my pastor and evangelist. It was wintertime in Flagstaff, Arizona. And he said to me, he said, uh, I said, uh, John, would you pray? I need I need a job wintertime in Flagstaff, Arizona, wintertime. And he said, what's the best job in town? I said, Well, working for ONC truck lines. He said, go get that job. I said, I already put an application in twice. He said, don't argue with me. Go down right now and get that job. I said, okay, I started finishing my break. He goes, now, right now. <laughs> this is true. So I got up, and went down, and I knocked on the door, and I, and I went into the office of O and C truck lines. And I said, uh, listen, I'm here to see if there's any openings. She said, I've told you already twice. There's no openings. You don't have any experience. It, it's, 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 uh, it, there's no way we, we have a stack this big of people that already know how to drive semis. I said, listen, i'll work for you free for two weeks i'll be the uh you'll see that you you can't do without me she goes larry there's no way we can hire you i'm walking out all of a sudden the door flies open and a guy comes out and he goes, do you mean that i said mean what and he goes you be the best employee we have he i said absolutely he said well i'm the district manager i'm just here today come on in son you got a job okay What did I learn out of that? Sometimes we settle for too little. When God has exceedingly, are you receiving this? Abundantly above anything we can ask or think. How many need a financial breakthrough? By his, the thorns and the blood on his brow. How many need a financial breakthrough? I, I'm serious. How many need a financial, a major this year? financial breakthrough. Let let me ask you something. Anybody's business been attacked because of COVID anybody's business. All right. Everything the devil has stolen multiplied by seven. So how does he do it? I don't know. How did he do that? I said that to the evangelist that day, that guy was in town that day. God has, this is not only for you, but experiences that you can grow from glory to you know the job was a great thing the healing of Tiz and lion was a better thing you got to learn to bench press 50 before you can bench press 500 this is where god is taking us if you need a financial breakthrough who who needs a financial breakthrough okay job um yes ma'am what do you need restoration in your finances Okay, I, I'm gonna. I don't know if I said this or we just did this on television. Last month, we did a television program where Tiz came out for the first time in a year and a half with her hair. And God spoke to me and said, this is a sign of restoration. Now, that may not seem like a big thing, but whenever you see or hear of a miracle in someone else's life, what does that mean? That means you're next. And I can remember, I mean, Tiz is gorgeous, bald, wig, telly Savalas. uh, uh, She's gorgeous no matter what. But I can remember Tiz with one hair. I mean, one bald as, as balder than Owen. Bald as a cute one hair. And I said, you're going to cut that? She said, I'm not cutting it. I got one. And now we have gone full restoration. And by the way, Tiz's numbers are higher as of yesterday or of two days ago than they have been in, since we started this. It's restoration time. Restoration. Who needs restoration in something? What do you need, sweetheart? Uh, restoration for everything. Everything. I-, I feel like there's a domino effect for you. Is, is, this, is, is this your husband? Yes. Yeah. I didn't even recognize you. You know, you're better looking with that mask on. There, let, let, me, let me say this, and I don't know anything. I don't know anything. So if I'm wrong, forgive me. There's restoration coming in your home and your family. and that re- Does that make sense to you? That restoration of, of, in your home and your family is going to be a domino effect. It's going to bring restoration in health. It's going to be restoration in children. It's going to be restoration in finances. Lift your hands right now. Everybody needs restoration. Father, I release this everything. Look at me one second. It doesn't matter if the devil stole money multiplied by seven. Doesn't matter if the devil stole your health multiplied by seven. Doesn't matter if the devil stole your joy multiplied by seven. Doesn't matter. Somebody received this. Doesn't matter if the devil stole your peace multiplied by seven. Listen to me. I- I'm just going to give this as an illustration. We went as a family on vacation for a week up in Colorado. And every one of the family members said, This is the best vacation together. We-. And we go on vacation all the time. And, I- and it hit me on my drive home restoration because the devil didn't just steal the devil didn't just try to steal Tiz's health line stole our joy stole our family stole our peace stole our happiness man oh man i feel the power of i feel guys i hope you can feel this who else i want to pray who else needs restoration i feel, what, what do you what do you need what do you need in in let me go i never get on this side in the leopard. What do you need, sweetheart? Business, transportation, retarded, What business are you in? I own my own. Whoa, man, I thought, did you see that thing come by my head? I literally thought I was having a vision. Holy cow. Holy cow. I literally thought I, was, I saw it coming, I go, that's I said, I've got my vision. vision. What do you, what's your business? Uh, photography, production, photography, production, production. There's going to be doors. There's going to be doors open that no man can close. There's going to be doors that open, and the doors that open are going to open other doors, going to open other doors, going to open other doors. This is going to be your best year financially ever, 2021. Somebody else, restoration. What do you need? Yes, ma'am. All right, now I'm going to tell you something. You have not cause you ask not. You need you, you need you need a husband that's bringing finances in. Amen. How many ladies need to be married this year? No, seriously. How many ladies need to be married this year? Okay, let's 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 release that. Amen. Let's release it. Whatever you bind on earth. Now, I don't want to embarrass my daughter. <laughs> but Katie needs to get married. And, and I'm not just saying this. I'm not just saying this. I pray for Katie every day. And the last couple days before God, this just before God. God said, that's the devil that's trying to hinder her joy and tis and I joy. With, with grandkids. And so the it's just been the last two days, and I'm not saying this embarrass you, sweetheart. Last two days, I begin to realize, well, this isn't just waiting for the right guy. This is the enemy trying to steal your joy. And our joy. And I began the last two days binding the devil that holds back that. How many ladies need a wife? I mean... We, we are involved with the woke series. How many ladies need a husband? A good husband. A, with a job. Not one that's going to get a job. Right? Now Now listen to me. We're not limiting this just to healing. Whatever you bind on earth... Now I'm going to make, I'm going to make a list and answer, make a list of all these things I'm calling out so I can pray over this. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loosen on earth, God wants you ladies to be happy. Amen. Restoration. I'm just feeling restoration right now in in black. Yes, ma'am. he how old is he 19 19? what's 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 wrong with him overdose. overdose all right lift your hands this way everybody lift your hands this way fuck okay now what i do now i'm can i tell you when Tiz is sick look at me sweetheart when Tiz is sick, when Lion's sick, when I'm there, I'm, I've got my Toledo on. I'm praying over them. When I'm at home by myself, I have, I, I, and Tiz was in the hospital, Lion was in the hospital. I, I put their, their face in my hands. Okay? And I feel it. I know I'm, I'm probably sharing with you more than I should. I feel their skin. I feel their face okay what's his name Clayton Clayton. father we claim right now put I'm put Clayton's face and father not only are you going to bring him out of this in the name of Jesus father I bind that spirit of death I bind that spirit that would try to steal this young man from his family and from this world Father, I loosen the blessing of God. I loosen the power of God. I loosen the wisdom of God on every nurse and every doctor that's involved with this. And Father, I say that what Satan's meant for you, you're going to use it for good. Raise this young man up, but not just physically, raise him up spiritually. In Jesus' name. Let me ask you something. Could any of you feel that in your hands? Amen. Because you're a child of God. You're a child of God. Who else needs? Yes, young man. My dad has cancer, but also got for COVID since in another the hospital. Yeah, where's he at? Yeah, okay. God's prayers can reach over there right now. So is he in the hospital? No, okay. For Neither for COVID nor cancer. Okay, let's pray for him right now. What's your dad's name? Son. Lift your hands up. Lift your hands up, son. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bind the spirit of sickness and infirmity. We bind the, the spirit. Everybody look at me. You understand sickness is a spirit. Okay, the spirit of infirmity. That's what it is. We bind that spirit of infirmity right now in cancer and COVID. And, Father, we release your hand on him. Father, we loosen the power of God. Let him feel it right now, even as we speak. Father, let him receive the miracle and let him receive a rebirth, a miracle in his spirit and his heart to give you all the praise and all the glory. Father, we loosen this right now in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Somebody give the Lord a clap offering. <clears throat> What else we need? Restoration. Yes, sir. What happened? We won't focus, right? Okay, so healing. Okay, we're, we're going to pray over that. Anybody else? Restoration of your sight. You know, I, I, I know I'm going long. There's going to be a restoration of your physical sight, but there's going to be a restoration of your spiritual sight. God's going to allow you to see things. God's going to allow you to see concerning your job, your business, your finances. There's going to be a restoration of your spiritual insight that God will allow you to see. He'll lead you. He'll guide you, teach you. There's a new anointing. Of the Holy Ghost coming on you, brother, physical and spiritual, every time God does something spiritual, he also does the physical amen, amen. now i didn 't just come up with that 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 that, that 's a word of God for you right now, so as you 're calling on God to touch you physically, you watch him do something amazingly spiritual in your life and begin and and as you do it, all of a sudden you know things in business, you know things in your job, you know things you need to make sure that you pay your tithe on the increase and give him all the praise and all the glory because there is harala basando there's a ceiling of limitation being removed off of you my brother you're going to begin to see things that you've only dreamed about amen that's the problem with opening the door of the gifts. It, 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 it happens. Restoration. Let me stay over here. Um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm not skipping anybody. I'm just trying to... In the, in the pink right here. Everything. Everything. Where are you from? Where? Where? Jamaica. Okay, let me tell. Let me tell. Let me let me tell you this. There has been in your family, and 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 I wasn't thinking Jamaica, but I was thinking somewhere else. But there's been in your family delving in witchcraft that has tried to block your breakthrough. That's breaking off of you right now. Does that make sense to you? That's breaking off of you right now. That's breaking. That is being broken, and it's going to be like. When you used to try to get something done, you're dragging an anchor. Now you're going to be free for the who the sun sets free shall be free indeed. Yes, ma'am. Restoration. Restoration with your mother. Absolutely. Anybody need restoration in your family? In your family. Father, right now, I sweep this across all of us right now in the name of Jesus. And I bind the devil... That tries to divide us because the kingdom of heaven is about unity. And Satan comes to divide and conquer. We break that curse right now. in families that causes division. I bind that curse. Look at me. Many of you are from generations of bickering and fighting in the family. It's almost, it's almost a tr- Christmas tradition. This Christmas, we bind that right now in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me? There is nothing more important besides your relationship with God than your family. uh, It's amazing how dysfunctional families have become the norm. Not in your family. We break that curse. In the name of Jesus, and we release the blessing and the peace of God. All right, just a couple more minutes. And and forgive me for going so fast. What? We're good. good. Yes, ma'am, what do you need? Right. Right. Okay, let me stop right there because we need to keep moving. What she said is several months ago she she got opened up to witchcraft, and since then the enemy's been fighting her. Listen, you need to understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in God. And I I do a teaching called Let's Take Out the Garbage. I want you right now to think, is there anything in your house that has to do spiritually with the dark side, okay? Images, different things. I want you to think about it right now. And, 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 and I don't have time to get in telling you stories. I've seen pictures manifest. I've seen images manifest. You need to understand, you can't bring trinkets home. You can't delve with witchcraft and false religions. That's why the Bible says, have no graven image in your home. Or, do, do you see any graven images in here? There's a reason for that. You get, oh, this little Buddha's cute, or this crucifix is cute, or this, you know, you, you, you're not to have a part of that anymore. I don't, have, I don't have hash pipes in my house anymore. Wait, I felt it right over here. I don't have it up in the closet in case I need it. I got rid of that stuff second thing is clean your house before this next year clean your house the second thing is get a mezuzah and put it on your door get the word of god and put it on your word oh pastor it doesn't mean anything Well, do you really think having god's word on my door well would you put satan's word in your door Somebody gives you a book of witchcraft. You know why? Because there are spirits in words. If there's are spirits in the words of the enemy, how much are there in the one who spirits in the word who is the creator? Amen. Anybody else here been involved with witchcraft in the past? Anybody else involved with witchcraft in the past? Your family? Anyone in your family? Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it's not unusual but we need to bind that. Can I tell you one story? Can I tell you you one story? I was preaching for a pastor friend in in Texas and uh, now I better not tell that story. (laughs) Somebody gave them something for their wedding that was not Christian and all of a sudden sickness and all that got rid of it. It was gone. Okay, you, you you don't you don't have God's eyes and kachina dolls and right now we're, we're we're talking about spiritual warfare. All right, so we're gonna bind that. Let, let me have one more minute. I feel like somebody over here, ma'am, right there in the black. Yes, Re, real loud. Since October. Okay, God's opening that door. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind that spirit of infirmity. Father, I loosen the power of the blood of Jesus on my brother. Father, I loosen the healing. Father, we thank you that by the stripes of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is already healed in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that this week we're going to get good news report. This is going to be a Christmas that the family is going to be together. Let me stop right there. I love that you ladies got out of your seats and went and laid hands on her. I love that. That's what we need to start doing. All right, let's pray together. Look at me. Look at me whatever you bind on earth now let me just say one more thing so many times we pray and we go father i'm asking you know lord jesus help and then monday the check's not in the mailbox or something happened and we oh i guess it didn't happen listen lion's healed tis is healed but we still bind the devil every day do you understand we're kind of the fast food generation We want it to happen. Lord, give me patience and give it to me right now. Right? Okay. You get up and you bind the devil. You loosen the power of God. Now, let let me just show you this. Here's how I pray. Father, I bind the devil. Father, I bind this thing. And Father, I, I loosen the power of God. And Lord, I give you praise and I give you glory. I'm praising God when I don't feel like it. I'm praising God when it doesn't look like it. I'm praising God when it doesn't hear like it. But we enter into what he's already done with praise and thanksgiving. So I'm praying for I thank you that tis is already healed. Lord, I give you praise. I thank you that lions already healed father. I thank you right now that everything that needs to lift your hands up. Everything that needs to be restored is restored. Father, I bind the devil in every area of our lives in this room and across the airwaves around the world. We rebuke Satan. We bind the spirit of, of, of illness and disease and sickness. We bind the devil that steals, kills and destroys. And we loosen the life of God. We loosen the breath of God. We loosen the anointing of God. And Father, we give you praise and we give you glory for all that you've already done. Father, we count it done. We thank you, Lord, that that our bodies are restored. Our finances are restored. Our homes are restored. Our marriages are restored. Our families are restored. And Father, we thank you that none of these things are going to pass on to our children or pass on to our grandchildren, that it stops right now. And we declare by the name that's above every name, the name that's above sickness, the name that's above racism, the name that's above cancer, the name that's above violence, the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus Christ. And Father, we give you all the praise and all the glory. And we declare in our lives starting now, It is finished, and our best is yet to come. If you receive that, give the Lord a great big clap offering. (laughs) Listen to me. Rise up with authority. The Bible says put on the armor of God. It said nothing about a tutu. You put it on an armor because you're going to battle. And if you don't put on the armor, he's still going to come beat you up. So you might as well beat him up instead of him beating you up. Do you hear what I'm saying? Devil, I bind you. Say that. I bind you. Say, I rebuke you. Now the devil's going to come and say, who do you think you are? Say, I am joint heirs with Christ Jesus. You know what Paula White told me? Paula White told, told me when we were at uh, her husband's birth party, Katie and I, that on her program one time I said, You know, Jesus was the only begotten Son of God. But once he died on the cross and we receive it, he's not the only begotten Son of God, he's the firstborn of many we're born again she said all these religious people said oh. he said we're sons of god we are sons of god we're not cousins we're not nieces and nephews we have been adopted into the family of god and jesus says as my father sends me now i send you and all these religious people oh he said we're the sons of god we are and whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Let's raise up. Let's just beat. Let's, let's from now into New Year's Eve. Let's just beat the tar out of the devil. Amen. Let's just kick. Let's, let's, let's knock him down. Stomp on his head. Kick his teeth in. Let's just, let's just kill him. And walk in a new beginning. This next year is going to be amazing.